Hello everyone and welcome. I just want to talk to you guys today about abiding in your calling. Um, we have so much scripture to go through, so this is probably going to take longer than I intend for it to take. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to get right through it. Matthew 22 verse 14 says, Many are called, few are chosen. We all know the scripture. And this, um, after... Well, that's just one scripture. The second scripture is Romans eleven twenty nine, which says the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. And we know that even though we are called, Second um, Timothy 1, 9 says that God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works. It's not because of our works or because of um, or anything that we've done, but because of his own purpose and his own grace, which he's given us, uh, you know, in Christ Jesus before before time even began, God has saved us and called us to a holy calling. And it's not because of anything that we've done. So why don't we abide in our calling? It's something I've struggled with. It's something I'm sure a lot of people struggle with as well. Why do we not abide in our calling? 1 Corinthians 7, 20-24 says, Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. That's the King James Version. In context, that scripture isn't talking essentially about purpose or anything. What it's talking about is remaining in the situation that you were when God found you. And and if you um, read it in the message version, it's particularly poetic and interesting because it says, Stay where you were when God called your name. It says, God, uh, um, a huge sum has been paid for your ransom, so don't slip back into doing what everyone else tells you. Stay where God called you to be. Stay where you were called to be. God is there. And that's very, very lovely because it's something I want all of us to put into our lives. Abide in your calling. Don't go where God hasn't called you. Don't do what God hasn't called you to do. Don't stamp the name of Jesus on your own dreams and your own desires and call it God-given purpose. Actually make sure that that's what God is calling you to do. And you know, another thing with abiding in your calling is that the anointing for your life is different from the anointing for the multitude. I always say this, that we are all called to a ministry of reconciliation and that's scriptural. That's, that's there. I'm, I, don't, I can't um, find out. I could find out where that scripture is, but I just I just haven't done it. But the anointing for your life is different from the anointing for the multitude, okay? So sometimes, uh, personally, I don't operate in spiritual warfare. You're not going to see me trying to um, lay hands on people and cast demons out of people. It's not because I cannot, but because I, have, I don't have the level of knowledge needed to carry it out on others. I can do that within the confines of my own life or within the confines of my friends or my family or people who I'm close to. You're not going to see me on the road trying to do that unless the Holy Spirit you know, gives me the unction and the boldness to. But it's not my ministry. That is not the reconciliation or that's not the work or the calling that God has given me, you know, given me or asked me to do. I have knowledge on spiritual warfare enough from my own life, enough from my, for what I need to satisfy me. I don't have it to do it on such a grand and a large scale like so many of my friends or a couple of my my friends, a couple of my friends are, are, are doing. So I always say this, the anointing for your life is different from the anointing for the multitude. There are some things that you know and you're able, there are some revelations that you get that are for your life. They are not necessarily for your calling or they are not necessarily something that you can do for everybody. That's why sometimes some things work for us and then we try it out on others and it doesn't work and then you're stuck wondering, oh God, what happened? What went wrong here? Is it my faith? No, it's not your faith. It's just that the level of anointing that you have 
for that it's just not for the multitude and if it's something you desire by all means work with the holy spirit to reach that level the level for the multitude so you see sometimes not every not, not everything god tells you is for everybody sometimes it's for you to apply it first and then reveal it later so you're not a hypocrite sometimes god tells us powerful things in the secret place and we've not even finished getting understanding on what god god has just revealed to us we've taken to twitter to tell the world we've gone to make threads because that's the new thing and the latest thing to do is to make a thread and i won't lie i've been part of that <laughs> so sometimes it's for you to slow down that's why a lot of people come on online and they're trying to articulate a point and it might be scriptural and it might be true but they haven't taken time to fully understand what they are trying to argue and so they end up just misinterpreting scripture and you know being unable to communicate themselves properly and they end up causing so much stress it's important when god reveals something to you to just abide you know just take some time to sit understand what's going on understand make sure that you understand the revelation make sure that it's not just your mind making it up make sure that you can back it with scripture because god is not going to tell you something that's different from what the bible already has to say about that issue and about that situation so before you go on twitter and say powerful revelation oh my god this will bang have you applied it to your life before admonishing another person have you stood over it in, in, in your private time with god in your secret place in your war room have you have you you know thought more about what god has just told you have you thought more about this revelation you know i always say this a pregnant woman never needs to announce herself she really does not with time you will know that she's pregnant she doesn't need to announce herself her calling will announce her. So abide in your calling. What happened in the secret place will be made for an all to see. It's the same sometimes. It's the same with God. You know, you don't need to announce yourself. If you just abide in your calling, if you just abide where God told you to abide, you will be fine. Listen to me. John the Baptist, if you read Matthew 14, 1 to 12, you'll see there that he perished because he didn't abide in his calling. John the Baptist was sent toward to prepare the way for Jesus. And then suddenly, in verse 2 of Matthew 14, Herod is saying, you know what? Jesus is John the Baptist that has been raised from the dead. How did John the Baptist start appropriating Jesus' glory? That's why, you know, it's, it's, it, it just didn't add up. And if you, if you look, you see that he perished because he didn't abide in his calling. He, he, he's, he's here to prepare the way. For Jesus yeah but he's going to Herod and saying it's not lawful for you to sleep with your brother's wife that was not his business he was right yes but that was not his business and I keep emphasizing these things Christians I know that we are right in certain situations but sometimes it's just not our business it's just it's not for you to say it's not your calling so if John the Baptist had abided where he was meant to abide he would have never been in they would have never asked for his head he would have never cut his head off because he went about saying to Herod, "It's not lawful for you to, to to be with your brother's wife," or "It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not lawful for you to be with your brother's wife." So the king was sorry to do it, but the woman asked for his head because the woman was already annoyed about the whole situation. So when you abide in your calling, that's where you are safe. You are there with God. Stay where God has called you to be. God is there. Trust that God is there. Don't envy another person's calling. Don't go after another person's calling. Trust that God is with you where he has called you. And stay there. And that's why I love the message version. If you read 1 Corinthians 7.24, read it in the message version. It's very, very impactful. So, I leave you with this. 2 Peter 3.17 Knowing this, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people. Do not lose your stability. 
abide in your calling. God bless you.